0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Roast West Coast podcast. In season one, we're not only bringing you the stories of incredible coffee roasters from North County, San Diego, but we've been trying to get a little smarter about coffee, too. Each week, we're visited by my own personal coffee sensei, Chris O'Brien. He's the owner and operator of Coffee Cycle in Pacific Beach, San Diego, and he's been trying to make me and all of us a little coffee smarter by sharing some of his coffee knowledge. This week, we're talking all about the flavors you can find in coffee. All the chocolatey, roasty, fruity, citrusy, savory flavors that you find in your cup every morning. And we're going to explore the flavor wheel, which you can see if you subscribe to the Roast West Coast newsletter, which gives you show updates, recaps, and a lot more coffee content. You can sign up with your email at roastwestcoast.com. And finally, we're going to be talking about drinking a cup of coffee with a little bit of mindfulness today. And now, it's time to get coffee smarter and for another cup of coffee. All right, Chris, welcome back to the Roast West Coast Coffee Smarter. What did I call this show? I can't even remember. Coffee Smarter on Roast West Coast. Welcome to week three. Uh, This week, I want to ask you about coffee flavors, in particular about the coffee flavor wheel and what it is, and kind of what, what are some of the beginning flavors that new coffee drinkers might be able to pull out of their coffee that maybe they wouldn't expect. I don't know, something like blueberry, perhaps. Oh,
1: well, this is, uh, this is one of my favorite topics in coffee um, because people don't expect to taste things like blueberry in coffee if they haven't had it before. So great question. I, have you ever had a coffee that tastes like blueberry, Ryan? I
0: feel like I taste blueberry in every coffee at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's such an overwhelming, pervasive flavor that you just can't miss it, really.
1: All right, so this, this is a thing that you, know, you and I get that not everybody get, but for the listeners out there, what he's doing right now is called sarcasm. <laughs> so you've probably heard of it before. But anyway, this, this podcast isn't about sarcasm. It's about coffee flavors, and so you're probably wondering why we're talking about blueberry when we're talking about coffee. So coffee is, is pretty cool. It's not just this yummy drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's actually scientifically the most complex-tasting beverage in the world. And it comes not just from these brown beans that you get. It actually comes from a fruit. Those brown beans that you get are actually roasted seeds that sit inside a cherry or a berry, as it sometimes is called, um, that grows on a a bush. So coffee is actually a fruit. When you drink coffee in the morning, you're, you're drinking the product of a berry. So it's not that unusual when you look at it that way to have tasted something like blueberry in a cup of coffee. So when I say that coffee is the most complex tasting beverage in the world, I believe the numbers are something like there are over 800 different compounds, chemical compounds, in a single cup of black coffee that the human palate can detect. So for comparison, a nice glass of wine, which you've you've heard people mention tasting notes on wine, oh, this tastes like cranberry and dark chocolate. A nice glass of wine actually has about 200 different compounds that the human palate can detect. So that's four times as many in a cup of coffee as is in a nice glass of wine. Given that, it shouldn't be too surprising to think that we can taste almost anything in a cup of coffee. Now, you might be sitting there listening to this podcast, for one thing, wondering why you're listening to it, because you have to listen to Ryan and I, but also wondering. Well, I've never tasted cranberry and dark chocolate in the bottle of wine I've had. It always just tastes like alcoholic grape juice. Well, there are people that are trained to determine these flavors and and pull them out and to determine what is the difference between the taste of raspberry and blueberry. And there are people that do that for wine, but there are also people that do that for coffee. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a professional to do that. We can actually, Ryan and I can actually train our palates to pick out maybe not quite that much, but we can pick out a little bit of some of those flavors that those professional tasters can pull out. So there's over 800 different compounds in there. We know it's a nice complex coffee. We know that it comes from a fruit. So one of the flavors that you can look for in your cup of coffee is fruit. And it doesn't have to be a specific fruit like blueberry or apple or orange. You can just look for, does it taste fruity at all? And fruit taste all comes from organic acids. So organic acids like citric acid or acetic acid, which is just vinegar. If you take citric acid and you taste it, it tastes sour and citrusy. If you take citric acid and you mix it with sugar and you taste it, it tastes juicy like an orange. You can actually train your palate to pick out these different compounds like citric acid and identify them specifically and say, okay, this coffee has a tasting note of lemon, and this coffee has a tasting note of orange, and maybe the difference is is that one has a tiny little bit more sugar in it that makes me taste orange instead of lemon because sugar is another naturally occurring compound in the coffee that you should be able or you can train yourself to be able to detect. Ryan, you asked me about the coffee flavor wheel. The coffee flavor wheel is it's a visual representation of all the different flavors that are most commonly identified in coffee when we taste them. And it breaks it down into categories. So you'll have one category that says fruit, and then it'll have subcategories that say tropical fruit, berries, apple slash pear, and such and so on. And then it'll have specific fruits inside those categories. So What are some common flavors that new coffee drinkers can taste in their coffee? Well, fruit might be a little bit out there. Even though it comes from fruit and it's a pretty distinct and weird taste, it still might be a little bit out there for you. One of the most common flavors that people taste in coffee is chocolate. On our last episode, we talked a little bit about bitterness in dark chocolate and the difference between milk chocolate and dark chocolate and how we don't judge if you're a milk chocolate eater or a dark chocolate eater. And and Ryan, I think you, you actually wanted to judge people on that.
0: I do judge people. There is only one type of chocolate, Chris, and it's dark chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of tasting coffee, we can identify different kinds of chocolate in the coffee that we're drinking. So when you're next drinking your cup of coffee, maybe it's the grocery store bag that's, you know, the French roast and gross and disgustingly full of acrylamide and all kinds of other carcinogens. Uh, maybe it's your local hipsters, light roasted Ethiopia, single origin from the slopes of Mount Kaon produced by villagers that make their own pottery. You know, whatever it is, there's probably going to be some tastes of chocolate in there. So think about it when you drink it and think about the last time you had milk chocolate and the last time you had dark chocolate and think, which does this taste like? Does it taste like milk chocolate? Does it taste like dark chocolate? Um, there are other kinds of chocolate it can taste like. It can taste like cocoa powder. It can taste like chocolate sauce. Uh, it can taste like raw chocolate, like cacao.
0: Sure, and it's. I would interject and just say that this this wheel is very elaborate. The first time I saw it, I just thought there's no way. And you you kind of touched on it, but whether it's citrus or chocolate, it it does. It's not as simple as just saying, well, it tastes like this other food. There's also Like the concept of flavors, whether it's savory or spicy or earthy, roasty, you know, those flavors that you're pulling out. And I think I'm being rude here and interrupting our expert. But what I would say is the thing that I learned from you really was when I'm drinking a cup of coffee and I'm interested, I'm not just drinking it on the go or something, is to actually pay attention to what flavors are in my mouth. And I was really shocked at how quickly I was able to start picking things out. And I may not have been able to identify them at the time. But by looking at the, the flavor wheel, I might have I've gotten a better idea of it. And now it's become a little bit more of second nature. When I try a new coffee, I can I go, oh, well, this has got kind of an interesting, you know, earthy flavor to it. And then if I want to get, you know, nerdy. I'll look up your color wheel, which for everybody, I'll link to a color wheel here in the in the show notes so you can click out and check out the color wheel on your own but i think and, and maybe i'm wrong here but i think really just drinking a cup of coffee and paying attention is so much different than just drinking a cup of
1: coffee absolutely and it's it's cool to have tools like the flavor wheel to help us sort of figure out what we are paying attention to but yeah that's absolutely the number one step is to just pay attention to it and think about what you're tasting because you might not have ever thought that coffee tastes like chocolate before but it does. It's actually scientific. There's, there's there's so many of the same compounds that are present in chocolate are present in coffee. And so, yeah, so there's a couple of flavors that you can kind of look for and look out for. Fruit is one, chocolate is one. Um, and then the last one that I like to point out as like an early, like, what do you start looking for is sweetness. Obviously, coffee without sugar is not sweet, but... There are trace amounts of sugars in cups of coffee. That's why it has caloric value, about five calories in a cup of coffee. And sometimes it'll taste sugary sweet. Other times it'll taste molasses sweet. Other times it'll taste like toffee or caramel. Again, just pay attention to what you're tasting. And you're going to maybe be surprised by how quickly you can start pulling some stuff out. But, you know, if you're still having trouble, do it with a friend do it silently to yourself. Try to try to think about what you can taste in there. And then you might be surprised when you both compare notes or thoughts or whatever and uh, and say, oh, wow, we both got dark chocolate out of that instead of milk chocolate. Cool. Maybe we're on to something. And uh, it can actually be kind of fun. And it's it's sort of um, it's a nice thing to do to sort of be more mindful about what you're what you're consuming.
0: Absolutely. If you want to know why I get so angsty about blueberry and coffee, everyone, you'll have to stop by Coffee Cycle and ask Chris. And he can tell you the story behind it. I'm not going to share it with you here today. That's that's your homework for everyone is to go to Coffee Cycle and ask Chris (laughs) about blueberries. And if I hear back that, you know, 100 people showed up there and asked about blueberries, I will be a very happy person today. (laughs) Thank you again for coming on Roast West Coast, uh, helping us get a little coffee smarter this week. Uh, Appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next week. Oh, as always, it's a
1: real treat, Ryan. And uh, I'm almost finished with my coffee, so it's about time for me to go anyway.
0: Thanks for listening to the Roast West Coast podcast and for getting coffee smarter with me and Chris today. Chris will be back next week to talk all about how coffee roasters and shop owners taste coffee through a technique called cupping. If you're craving some coffee right now, go to www.coffee-cycle.com to learn more about Chris's shop and order some coffee online. Or you can follow at coffee-cycle on Instagram. There's links in this show's notes. I'm glad you're joining me for the next few months to meet the Coffee Roasters of North County, San Diego. Episodes with great local founders and roasters from Zumbar Coffee and Tea, Steady State Roasting, and Ironsmith Coffee are already out. Listen to those shows. You can find them everywhere. You're listening to this show, so I know you can find them, and you're already excited about coffee. Next week, we meet Lofty Coffee's Director of Coffee, Siri Simran Khalsa. Look for that show wherever you're listening to great podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and basically anywhere you're listening to podcasts. It comes out Tuesday, December 1st, basically the same day I'm going to start counting down to the end of 2020. Listen, review, and share it with a coffee-drinking friend. This episode of the Roast West Coast podcast has been produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the bonus content at roastwestcoast.com and be swell out there. Try to stay sane, and as always, be sure to drink good coffee.